Insights listeners, Nicole here, and welcome to a very special episode of our Bite Size Insights. Hopefully, you've been following along with our latest season, Lead Like a Human, where we take a deep dive into the content from Amplify's Chief People Officer and co-founder, Adam Weber's first book of the same name. Today, I am so beyond excited to share that Lead Like a Human is officially live. You can pick up your copy wherever books are sold, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Target. Now, this idea of leading like a human seems fairly straightforward, right? Well, yes and no. Because if it was really that easy, then many folks would be out of a job. Think every leadership consultant and executive coach out there. So what does it really mean to lead like a human? I asked a few leaders to stop by and share their perspective. First up, we have Jim Marsden, principal and coach with Reboot. The idea of leading leading like a human, it's so funny. There's a bit of an aspect here where I feel there's lead as a human. <laughs> and it, and I say it that way because in both lead like, it, like is like an invitation. Imagine you were. And then lead as is to affirm and acknowledge I am, by the way, a human being. <laughs> so to uh, lead like a human, I feel, is to really come into the journey of seeing the wholeness that is here of, of you, which is not just the superpowers, the aspects that are great, the what you might have coming back to you from the world, acknowledging all the neat things about you, but it's also coming to better understand what are the fears, worries, or concerns that you carry and really come to know them directly and, and understand them for yourselves. It's, it's also in the notion of lead like a human is to go beyond just the mental or the logical, the rational, the thought, the thinking. It's to acknowledge the other wisdom that you carry. It's what's there at the emotional realm. What is my body saying <laughs> right now? There are a number of times where I've been in sessions or experiences with um, clients and friends where something's coming up where you can tell their body knows faster than their brain has caught up to yet. <laughs> and, and sometimes in the sharing of it, it's just a it's an, a way of connecting the brain or the mind with the body. The body has is already aware and experienced and moving forward, but the, the brain is catching up to that point. To lead like a human is to be able to tap into all the ways of knowing that we have as being human beings. And it's also t- to lead with humility, recognizing I can make mistakes, I have bad days, I can have really off experiences and relationships, my communication may not be great at times. It, it's to acknowledge that's part of it. And if we can acknowledge it, it actually helps to accelerate. Well, then what can I learn from this? And what can I learn from what just happened? It's not about right or wrong. It's more of what am I doing? What am I learning as I'm doing that? And how can that help me improve as a human being and as a leader? Next is Lois Weinblatt, the founder of True North Visionaries. It just goes back to patterns over perfection. So As humans, we are never going to be 100% of the way that we want to live 100% of the time or 100% the leader that we want to show up as every single day. And so I think instead of sort of setting this incredibly high bar that we can never reach for ourselves, leading like a human is really about recognizing within yourself where you really are in alignment with the way that you want to show up as a leader and really understanding what has led you to that place and how you can continue to activate those things that will keep propelling you forward. And then really being open to being curious about the gaps and where you're really not showing up as the leader that you want. And instead of 
trying to push those things away or instead of trying, instead of feeling guilty or terrible about them, really having that sort of curiosity around where is that coming from? What is the root cause of this pattern that I keep seeing again and again? And how can I sort of, you know, internalize that and take that on and learn from it moving forward? And I think when you do that, you model for everyone else in the organization that again, it's not about being this perfect, you know, robot um, who does everything exactly right every single day, but by having the self-awareness. I think that's one of the biggest pieces is modeling self-awareness and then using your own self-awareness to really think about those root causes and, and what's helping you, you know, again, propel you forward, what's holding you back and how you can sort of activate those things and minimize the other things. And it just one of my mentors, uh, Ari Weinsweigert Zingerman, he always said, being a visionary leader is about having better and better problems instead of the same problem again and again. So I think for leading like a human, it's recognizing we're always going to have problems. You know, being a fantastic leader isn't about shedding or getting rid of all those problems. It's just about recognizing when you're starting to see that pattern again and again and again, and deciding that you're going to sort of level up your problems. You're going to start to have better and better challenges. But for me, it all comes back to self-awareness, modeling that, and then creating a place where people can really become more self-aware themselves. And then you can help coach them through that. Now we'll hear from one of my favorite people leaders, Christine Kaszubski, Chief People Officer at Pindrop. For me, to lead like a human means being your true, genuine self. It means that you have the courage in order to show up with vulnerability, being genuine, leading with trust, and really having the best intent for those that follow you under your leadership. Being vulnerable as a leader is a good thing. It opens you up to asking more questions, learning more, being self-reflective, and being more easily, readily accessible for your employee base. When a people operations leader shows vulnerability to an entire organization, it helps to remove the veil of intimidation that I think that sometimes can come in being in the HR people operations function. We are humans too. And we want to connect with our employee base. That's what actually makes us the best leaders. So when we lead like a human, we get to have more of that human component into the work that we do. And therefore, we have a better impact on the company. Next, we'll hear from business and executive coach, Jason Troy. Well, I think today what you're seeing is the human aspect is really the most important. And it's the biggest challenge today in companies as a whole, right? I mean, I take a look at the employee experience or culture is really the number one workplace issue today, right? How do you bring people together? And I think most of the business is significantly more mature in how people are looking at it, right? When you take a look at technology in a business, it's pretty far along, right? Obviously, there are new technologies, but technology as a whole, but when you look at the people side of it, the talent management, you're looking at the early side of the curve. People really haven't necessarily taken it as seriously. If you look at most HR departments, they're not really given a seat at the table. Like Most people don't look at HR as sitting right next to the CEO as that critical, I think that has gone away and it's really front and center of what's going on because of what's happening in COVID. And I think what's happened before, right? I think there definitely is a sea change and it's heading in that direction. I still think we are a ways off, but when you really look at it is that human performance is the key business differentiator. And if you get more out of your people, that is the game changing thing because in every single business now, it's a service-based business. Because you're working more and more with customers, whether it's B2B or B2C, 
to help them through the process and what they need and getting feedback and doing more things than you would have ever done before. And that's reliant on people. Sure, technology helps, but it does not replace a human being and what they need to do. So it's getting more out of your people, both individually and collectively. And that is something supremely hard to do. And the companies that will do significantly better are those that are able to figure this out over time and start to experiment and make it a strategic priority, right? I mean, I look at one thing like teamwork should be a strategic priority for an executive team. And I've almost never seen that be the case, right? And I I don't know today, I don't really see it as employee experience as being one of the top three issues at the seat of the table that they're prioritizing. It's other things. And I think that that has to change because what will happen is you're seeing some artificial lifts right now across the board in the human process, right? You're seeing people doing a better job on the empathy part of you, on really taking care of employees. But the thing that we forget is that we all have a common purpose, and that's COVID. And that's staying alive, and that's bringing us all together. And you're seeing engagement scores go up from Gallup, from Qualmetrics, from everyone else out there today that's doing studies or whatever they're doing. But what happens the next year in all those studies is they go down. And I expect that to happen and probably even more because as people get used to this, they're not going to have it as their primary purpose anymore. There are other things sitting at home, especially for people working remotely. So I think the focus on human beings and how to make it and bring it together is going to be the difference in the long run because that's how you're going to keep people together and be able to perform looking into 21 and to 22 because this isn't going to be over tomorrow and people are not going to return to the workplace till at least really mid 21. And that may be optimistic. So I think that that's how I would start to look at this. People are resilient and people can give you a lot more than they're currently capable of. You have to tap into it And that is a science and an art, and you have to be willing to start to think differently to do that. And you cannot be reliant on other people and organizations to figure this out. This has to be a top-down model. And finally, we have the CEO at LeadX, Kevin Cruz. Leading like a human to me, it starts with leading with my best authentic self. You know, put away the leadership mask and the personas and share my strengths, but also my limitations. Let people know when I've made mistakes in my career and what I learned from them. Authenticity builds trust and trust facilitates communication, innovation, and engagement. Thank you for joining this week's special edition of Bite Size Insights. I hope you walked away with a new perspective. And if you'd like to go deeper into what it means to lead like a human, Then one, be sure to join us every Thursday as we break down the six steps from the book. And two, make sure to order your copy of Lead Like a Human, which is already an Amazon bestseller.